Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before the Storm. Jared Alator along with James Parsons in on this afternoon here. And we are now in the NFL football season, James. How does that feel? Oh, it feels great. It feels great. Uh, the season is underway and a lot of a lot of the things that we weren't expecting to see week one you know we still got one more game to go monday night here but uh the the first you know week is basically in the books and it was wild it was, it was. There was a lot of things I, that i didn't expect i don't know i don't know how about you what did you think you think this uh this was a, a kind of an unexpected the way the week one went i thought it was very unexpected the way that the week one went i mean especially if you're talking about starting on Thursday night, one of the best opening kickoff games I think I've seen in NFL history, the Cowboys, Buccaneers. Great game. Great game. I mean, you talk about Greg Zerline having his struggles kicking for the Cowboys. You talk about the Buccaneers and the way Tom was just slinging that football you all night. You could consider that Zerline was the reason they lost that game. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, mm-hmm. the Cowboys were rolling. Dak was rolling. Uh, Zeke didn't have the greatest showing, but I mean, I think that the Cowboys, that was their game. They, 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 they should have won, honestly, but, uh, some missed opportunities and the game just uh, didn't go their way. So, uh, you know, the Bucks come out on top, but man, it was, it was a great first game for the season. I mean, Thursday night, everybody, I'm sure. And I'm, I'm pretty sure the ratings for that game were through the roof. Everybody was watching it. Uh, great game. And, uh, the Cowboys, you know, they just they didn't pull it out. They they had a lot of opportunities and a lot of missed opportunities. And uh, you know, the Bucks win it. So you know, Tom Brady pulls out the, pulls out another fourth quarter uh, game winning drive. As it was scripted to happen, almost. <laughs> you know, you exactly. You basically have Zerline, who did successfully kick a forty six yard attempt to take the lead, take a one point lead. You saw the NBC camera look at Tom on the sideline, going, "That's too much time." That's a that'll, that'll be a, a meme for a while now. Uh, everybody knew it as soon as they saw Tom Brady, and he had that ticked off look. Yeah, I don't know. He just looked angry over there on the sidelines, yeah, and then after that, it was everybody's like, "Oh crap! Here we go! Here we go!" Tom Brady again, fourth quarter, a little bit under two minutes to go. Uh, it's it's all she wrote. Well, and you look at the game, and you go. Just like you said, at first, there were so many opportunities for the Cowboys to, to win this game. They they look like, even without Zach Martin, their right guard, their all-pro right guard, they look like they could beat the defending Super Bowl champions at times. And, and it looked like Dak was, he was finding his guys. Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb both had over 100 yards receiving. Um, on the other hand, you know, you had Tom finding Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, both of them went over 100 yards receiving. Gronkowski had two touchdowns on the night. So this was a, a just a back-and-forth quarterback battle. And then Dak at the end of the game saying, I'll see you later to Tom after the handshake. Respectfully. That was funny. You're right. That was funny. funny <laughs> I was funny. glad that we, uh, we got to hear that part. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't blame him for saying that to Tom Brady because mm-hmm. he had over 400 yards passing. Yeah. He threw a lot of good, you know, a lot of good balls. And I, I, you could say that the, you know, the kicking game was part of their letdown. But also I think uh, part of their problem was uh, Zeke not really being very productive. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a good running game. He uh, he, he kind of fell flat, in my opinion, in week one. Uh, you know, good thing it's only week one. He, he has a lot to 
uh, work towards this season. But in my opinion, I, th I think that was their kind of their downfall. You can say their kicking game was a was a problem, but you could also put a lot on uh, Zeke because he just he he didn't do much. Yeah, in no, my no. opinion, he didn't really do much. Right, and again, you look at Zach Martin and you go, he is important to the offense, but he's especially important for that running attack for the Cowboys. Zeke, we we talk about him every year, thinking, no, oh, he's one of the best running backs in the league, and of course he is. He's got the tools and mechanics to be the best running back in the league, or just one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, and the, the, the Cowboys have always had a great offensive line, so mm -hmm. he should dominate in within that team, or on that team. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, he he fell kind of flat week one, but uh, I think he'll get it going again. I think he'll get back into the the you know the the role of things. Uh, the, the offense, though, besides that, was just clicking for the for the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, like you said. I mean, they they all balled out. You know? uh, so it was a great game, great week one game. Uh, I loved every second of it. Watched every second of it. It was mm -hmm. it was great. It was great. I I, uh, I was glad I got to watch that for sure. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, nobody should be disappointed after that. I mean, hard fought game. All the Cowboys fans out there. I mean. Oh, they it's, think it's they're going to the Super Bowl now. Right, right, I think yeah. they're going to the Super Bowl now. You know, <laughs> we just took the defending champs almost uh, mm -hmm. overtime. You know, I think they they're over there saying you know, like, oh, we're going to Super Bowl, baby. You know, yeah, right. they're about to put Super Bowl champs tattooed mm -hmm. on them. Is what they're about to do. Right. And of course, there's 16 more games to play. But you look at the Cowboy fans out there, and they have something to look forward to. They I, definitely have something to look forward they to. They have something to look forward to this year because you look at the way that they played, and you look at the way that. This is a Super Bowl defending team signing everybody on offense and defense, the same roster as last year, and of course going down. But this is a sign of hope. This is a sign of Dak saying, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to dominate the, the NFL. The injury didn't look like it slowed down Dak at all. You know, Not it's been a long time since he's played a football game, and he didn't look like he missed a beat. You know? mm. And a lot of people said that, you know, the Cowboys can't beat teams that are above 500, but uh, they just took the previous year Super Bowl champs almost to the you know down to the wire you know it, uh, it was a great game so uh, I think the Cowboys fans and Dak Prescott and that offense have nothing but high hopes for the season high hopes high circumstances and that's what it should be that's what it should be for the Cowboys all along as well as for the Buccaneers they are 1-0 Cowboys fall to 0-1 but still in the professional football league the NFL we look at probably the second or maybe the second best. I'm thinking some people might say the best, but I'm going to say the second best game of the of the week was the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Cleveland Browns 33-29 at Arrowhead Stadium. What do you think of that one? I think the the Chiefs defense is terrible. <laughs> is what I think. I think the Chiefs defense played terrible and the Chiefs as a team were lucky to get that victory uh, uh, in my opinion. If it wasn't for Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, you know that offense, I don't, they lose that game. They yeah. lose that game. Offense like they I know the defense wins championships, but in that game that offense won them that game because the defense was non-existent. They could not slow down Baker Mayfield nor that you know Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb was running all over him. And I think the only reason that, you know, Baker Mayfield threw that pick was because he was just he was forcing it. He he panicked a little bit and he threw a very bad timed and miscalculated pass and it, it shouldn't have happened because 
they were they were doing they had they had their way with the Chiefs defense. It was it wasn't good in my opinion. But also you could say the same about the uh, the Browns defense. They also you know but you know Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. It's hard to slow those guys down. So, but in my opinion, I think what lost them that game was the uh, I don't know. I guess you could say just the uh, inexperience. They they seemed to coast after they had gotten a lead and they should have kept pushing and kept uh trying to score as much as possible and it seemed like they coasted a little bit in my opinion but i don't know uh great game great hard fought game both sides uh mm-hmm. baker mayfield played well patrick mahomes played well uh i feel like the the chiefs had a little bit of a rough time in the red zone but besides that the chiefs you know did what they expected besides the defense the defense was terrible in my opinion but besides that i think that the uh the chiefs did exactly what people expected them to do and they put points on the board so I would say up until maybe the time when they needed it most, the defense not being up to par, but maybe when they needed it most in the closing minutes of the fourth quarter, they get the interception from Mayfield, Chiefs take over and win the ball game. So you could say, oh, well, maybe not the whole game, but when they needed to come through the most, they did get the interception. And for the Chiefs, it's like, well, you knew this was going to happen. It's almost like the script what we just talked about in the last game. It's almost like we kind of knew this was going to happen, right? When you look at Mahomes and that one play drive to Tyreek Hill, 75 yards when they were down 29-20. And then what really messed it up for Cleveland was that punt where the punter, he had fumbled the football and Kansas City had recovered at their, uh, the Cleveland 15-yard line. He might be losing his job after that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it is in the NFL. Is the NFL is you, you mess up one time, you know, you might be getting cut. And I hate that, but that's the way they look at it. You know, it's a business. Yeah, it's and a business. if you're it's not tough. doing your job, then you're gone. And right. yeah, guy might be losing his job after that one. Right. And it's it's a tough job. I mean, it's a tough it's job. A, it's a tough business. It's a tough business, but that's, business, that's, but how, that's it how it is. Yeah. Right. And for Cleveland, it's kind of like they're the Dallas in this situation. You think they, they very well could have won this game. But should, I think they should have. Yeah. yeah. They, from the start of the game, they looked like the better team. They yeah. they were playing all together, all kinds of better. And like I said just a second ago, is that they they seem to have coasted. They seem to have let off the, you know, let off the gas. And then it just kind of, they kind of fell flat and the, the Chiefs took advantage of that. So In the run category and in the offensive line category, you can say, I think it's very well to safe to safely say that the Browns are the better team in those categories than the Kansas City Chiefs because I think when you got Chubb and Kareem Hunt going behind that offensive line they the sky's the limit for them and they can really do a lot with those tackles over there with Jedrick Wills, Jack Conklin, they got uh, JC Treader over there on the offensive line as well and they could really Wyatt Teller at white guard, right guard but they could do a lot with this ball club. And, and we, we saw that in week one, that they could really go beyond what, what anyone could be expecting. I think, I think the Browns and the Chiefs will meet again in, in the playoffs. Yeah. I think it'll, you know, this was a great rematch after last season playoff you know, game, you know, the, where the Browns lost to the Chiefs. But this was a great, great rematch, and I think that we'll see it again. I think, but uh, in my opinion, the the Chiefs defense are going to have to change. They're going to have to do something. I understand that Ty, uh, Tyron Matthew uh, was out with the uh, – I said it was COVID, and then I'm not really sure mm-hmm. what that happened after that. Mm-hmm. He, he he was on the sidelines. But I uh, 
I, I you can't put it on one player. Like he's a great guy. He's mm-hmm. a he's a big piece of that defense, but the defense should not, you know, one guy go out and they should they just fall apart like that. So the Chiefs defense is going to have to find some some answers and then they're going to have to, you know, play better and uh, come out with a lot more intensity than they did in this game. But you know, like it's week one, week one. Uh, people are still, you know, feeling out who's who, where's where, where everything goes. There might be some new people on that defense that they're still trying to figure where out some stuff out. But uh, in my opinion, if they uh, if they expect to beat the Browns whenever they probably will meet again in the playoffs, they're gonna have to uh, they're gonna have to pick it up. Could I count that as a as a bold prediction for the day? Uh, that's a bold prediction. Mm, that's not. Yeah, I, I say they will. Yeah. They will meet again in the playoffs. Because they're few. Because there are few teams in the NFL playoffs, and knowing that those two teams will meet again, I, I'd say it, it's, it's kind, possible. It's, it's, it's kind of bold, possible. But also, yeah. uh, you wouldn't be surprised. In my, uh, I'm going to go with a non-bold part of it, and I'm going to mm-hmm. say that the Chiefs are still going to win, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just that that offense is it's too high powered. You know, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire, uh, I think I said mm-hmm. pronounce that right. I don't know. Sometimes I mess those things up. Anyway, uh, but I believe that uh, he he's also a great piece of that offense, and it's just hard to stop him. It's just, it's hard to stop him. Uh, but the defense, if the defense can get it going, uh, there's there's nobody that can beat this team, in my opinion. No, and for the Chiefs, I mean, it could very well be. They could very well be the AFC representative again, but again, as well as, as they should be. Yeah, they they have the pieces. You know, they're 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 the team to beat right now. You know, they haven't been back to back Super Bowls. You know, and they uh they uh they're the team to beat. They're, they're the team that's expected to be good. Kind of like the the Bucks on the other side you know, on the NFC. Definitely are the Browns play their first home game of the season next week against the Texans Sunday at noon. The Chiefs will be on the road against the Ravens next week on Sunday Night Football. So just some things for that. And before we go to Oklahoma State football, let's go and get ahead and go to on the line and look ahead to look ahead already to next week's games. We might look at uh, tonight's game. You think? Hmm? Uh, yeah, we, we could. We could definitely we look the, at. You got the the Ravens and the Raiders. Ravens and the. And the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. The Raiders. You know, and I absolutely love that team. Uh, it's sad to see them go from Oakland, the most loyal fan base in the world, to Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yes, <laughs> it, is, know, it is a sad time. It's a, just like you said, the NFL is a business, and so is moving Wherever teams. Wherever the money is. Yep, that's, that's the business. And for the Raiders, you know, they're playing in Elijah Stadium for the first time with fans involved just like Full we saw with, yeah just like we saw with sofi stadium in inglewood california last night going up against the ravens and ought to be a good one in my opinion yeah and obviously the uh the vegas books are going baltimore three and a half but three and a half that's, a, that's you, not bad though yeah what I, do you think you, guys, uh, you look at baltimore and you're like well lamar jackson could i mean really expose this defense because a lot of a lot of writers, commentators have been bagging on against or bagging against this Oakland defense, or I'm sorry, this Las Vegas defense. Excuse me, um, but what do you have? I don't think I'd take that line, honestly. I think mm. uh, I think uh, Derek Carr and Darren Waller and all the, and these guys on the on the Raiders team. I think they uh, I think they might pull off the win here. You know, mm. they they their defense. They've added a few pieces. They uh, yeah, they've got some guys. They just added a. Uh, uh, ha ha Clint Dix as well right. and 
you know, he's a little, he's, he's, he's kind of more of a veteran, you know, he's played with green Bay. He's made it, he's made it into the playoffs a lot. He's, he's seen a lot of field, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I think that, uh, I think, I, I think I wouldn't take that line. I don't think I'd take that. The, I think defenses are going to start to figure out, uh, Lamar Jackson. I think they're going to start uh, understanding, uh, but he's he's quick. He, I'll give him that. He, he's a fast guy, but I, I don't think I take that line. I think the I think the Raiders uh, find a way to to uh, pull off the win tonight. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised about that. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if it was a lot closer. It was if it was a lot closer for the Ravens to still win, or even even if the Raiders were to win, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I'm not going to take the line, but I'm going to say the Raider the Ravens do win the game and then oh, so the, we got a little little uh, little action here little you, see, you think you a little rivalry you think, you think, they, <laughs> think the ravens are winning i think the think the raiders are winning yeah, so it, we'll have to watch that game tonight it'll be a good test to see it'll be a good one i think no. what it'll be a good test to see what the receivers can do for the ravens because i think lamar jackson and mark andrews they have a great relationship hollywood brown he's still inconsistent trying to, still inconsistent. trying to figure him out right still yeah. trying to figure him out it'll be interesting to see what he does uh you obviously got the running back corpse for the ravens, oh, the ravens have just have been all kinds been of struggles down and down and injured they just keep and losing injured. guys they just keep losing guys but they just added uh <clears throat> Le'Veon bell i just that's right that. yeah yeah and nope. then uh they just added uh who else did they add what was that guy i can't remember his name well they oh, had it was latavius murray they, latavius did, murray. they also yeah. just added latavius murray mm -hmm. so <clears throat> they added a couple uh some pretty big guys you know some pretty uh some pretty solid guys but uh you know you, it's hard to replace those guys, especially this late, you know, the just season's about to start, and you know they haven't really had a lot of practice time with the squad. But mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. You know, I, I, I like Le'Veon, but uh, you know he hasn't been the same since Pittsburgh. So, sure. yeah. So, uh, but uh, I, I still think I'll, I'll take. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna stay with the Raiders. The Raiders, mm -hmm. the Raiders win this game. I, I would love it just for the fans to see it, just for the Las Vegas Raiders to be a part of it, to beat the Ravens. I would love to see it personally. Aren't you kind of a kind of a Raiders fan? I would say I, I like the Raiders. You I like do. The Raiders, yeah. I, they're one of they're one of the teams that I would say I I like, and I I usually don't say that about a lot of teams, but, even though I'm pretty neutral. Like if you're asking me about the the Colts, I mean I'd be pretty neutral. That if you're asking me about the the Falcons, I'd be pretty neutral. That if if you're asking about the Chargers, same way. Uh, the Rams, same way. But the Raiders, I I would say I like them. I would yeah. say I do. My, they're uh, they're my a buddy of mine's favorite team from back home, and he uh, he almost cried whenever uh, Amari Cooper left oh, uh, left the Raiders man. back in the day. He uh, it was a sad day for him, but we won't get on that. We won't get on that. We won't, <laughs> we won't touch on that. You know that's that's past. That's in the past. <laughs> Some young receivers to be watching for the Ravens. A rookie wide receiver Rashad Bateman. You also got Sammy Watkins and the rookie from Oklahoma State, Tylen Wallace. Yes, sir. <laughs> Go Pokes, baby. <laughs> you have Tylen Wallace tonight, Monday night football. That's what's happening. So, is he starting this game? I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say no. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I wouldn't think so. They got a lot of receivers, oh. so. I got you know you got Hollywood Brown you got uh, Sammy Watkins you know just recently uh, acquired um, from the Chiefs uh, well not recently but you know mm -hmm. this, this off season uh, so I, I I doubt that he starts but maybe he, he, could, he, he might play. see the, he might see the field for sure definitely it definitely wouldn't be surprised to <laughs> it'd be uh, it'd be nice you know uh, yeah. us Cowboy fans you know we us you know Pokes fans we we mm -hmm. we'd love to see him out there you know maybe even catch a touchdown pass from Lamar yeah, Jackson maybe, that'd be yeah. that'd be real nice you know great yeah. for, that'd be a great way to start the season. 
Louisville to Oklahoma State Ooh. for a touchdown. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. It'd be real nice to watch. Now going into college football, you had the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Oh gosh! Who, yep. Can we go back to the NFL? <laughs> go back to the NFL. You know, I would as, love to. Talk about us poke fans. You know, we oof. <laughs> we yeah. don't know how to feel around I here. I would love to. You know, they they edged it out 28-23. Oklahoma State goes two and zero on the year. Tulsa goes zero and two. Now it seemed like up until that kickoff return by LD Brown, it seemed like Tulsa could have controlled the, this game. Tulsa had the edge. They had all the momentum. They were they were taking it to the pokes. Let me tell you, they was it was ugly. It was ugly to watch. Uh, I and a lot of people bragged on our defense, but I I don't think our defense played as well this uh, this week as they did against you know uh, uh, Missouri State. So I think I, th- I think it was rough on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Spencer Sanders did not play well in my opinion. And the defense kind of was wishy-washy his times as well. But, you know, we got the win. That's all that matters. And the W is what matters. Uh, it, it was just an ugly. It was an ugly one. Uh, yeah. so, uh, and we better, you know, or you know, I say we, but the the Cowboys better pick it up. Or, you know, we might find ourselves taking an L against Boise State this next mm-hmm. weekend. Right. And, you know, for Boise State, first-year head coach, and still some things to figure out with them on the other side still a good football team though still a great football team and they know how to win it's you good. know boise state knows how to yeah. win games and you know uh cowboys you know the pokes they better uh they better not come in or go into boise state thinking it's going to be an easy win so no no for sure and you got spencer sanders who was the leading rusher in this game he had 62 rushing yards you also had warren with 37 ld brown with 26 and the receiving side Jaden Bray had a pretty good day, as uh, as did Brennan Presley, having four catches on the day. Now, you look at the running game, and you think, well, this is not really up to par. You know, you got four talented running, you get four talented running backs, but the offensive line didn't seem to be in sync. And Spencer Sanders was making some uh, some questionable throws maybe got a little bit confused coach gundy said got a little confused on the concepts of the receivers of what routes they were going to run but you had the defense there and it seems like well you know you talked about the defense and how they're a little bit wishy-washy but malcolm rodriguez malcolm rodriguez a beast that guy (laughs) if he gets a hold of him he, he ain't letting go he, the amount of tackles that man will have every game. Whatever and NFL he, he is team, dominant. Whatever NFL team gets him, don't let him go. I, I compare him to like a like a Luke Keekley kind of guy. Yeah, like yeah. He, like he don't miss. If he gets a hold of you, he ain't letting go. Right. And it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tackle. Like he he gonna take you down nope. no matter what. And don't forget, I mean, th- this guy tackles like he's a wrestler. And oh, he, <laughs> and he's he's massive too. He's, yeah. he's got the size. He yeah. Well, like you said, whatever NFL team gets him, I'm definitely gonna be watching them. Every yeah. Sunday or yeah. Thursday or Monday, whatever they play, I'm gonna be watching them because that's gonna be a good one. Because he, he's gonna, he'll be a leader, I think, within the first year or two of whatever mm-hmm. team he's on on that defense. He's a great, he's a great piece for, and I'm glad he's on the uh, Oklahoma State. But some of those other guys, you know, they could, they really should look at him and be like, you know, let's, let's be like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, the defense really, I don't like, I, I don't believe is 100% the problem. There, you know, there's, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a team game. You know, it's a team sport. Uh, like you said, though, I, the, I. A big problem is the run game, and that was a problem for the Missouri State game. Mm-hmm. And 
Gundy said, you know, and, and, and I quote, you know, he said that we're the the folks, you know, us as a team, they're, we're like one block away from some of these runs mm-hmm. being big runs. Mm-hmm. Well, it seemed like it, they didn't change nothing up from last week. It seemed like it was the same problem. They were one or two blocks away from some of those runs really getting blown up. And especially against a Tulsa team that uh, is lacking confidence into the, coming into this game after losing the week before. Uh, they should have. They should have just ran all over him, or you know, thrown the ball all over him. But Spencer Sanders struggled with his uh, first start of the season, and the run game was just like like you said, Spencer Sanders was our leading rusher. It's just it's mm-hmm. it was rough to watch as a as an Oklahoma State fan and you know student. It was just it was a rough one to watch. Uh, I'm really hoping that we you know a lot of things change before next week, where you know, like I said, we might find ourselves in some in a in a rough one against Boise State. Well, first contest in Big 12 competition will be Kansas State. That will be Saturday, September 25th. That will be at Boone Pickens Stadium, 6 o'clock on the Big 12 and ESPN+. And once it gets into Big 12 competition, well, you think the offensive line and the run game and the coaching plays and the quarterback, you know, they, they all got to – they all got to figure this out. And, I mean, I'm with Boise hoping, State, yeah. it's like, well, there's obviously no nap in here. I mean, it seems like for the past couple of games, you could say, well, there's there's no nap in anywhere, even against Missouri State. Not at all. Yeah. You definitely could because I, these those two teams should have been, and that's what most people do, uh, is the first two teams, especially these you know more power five conference teams, they the first two teams or our first three teams that are out of conference uh, games are more like warm-ups. Mm-hmm. They're more like games to get your team, you know, kind of together, kind of get them, you know, on the same page and stuff like that. And it's almost like a, it should be like a scrimmage. But mm-hmm. uh, Oklahoma State has made these games where they're like, we don't know if we're going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's sad, in my opinion, just because, like I said, these games are supposed to be easy ones. Uh, you can say the same for Oklahoma. I mean, you know, last week. Uh, you know, yeah, against once. Tulane. Well, no, I'm talking about even this week. It really was a basically a yeah, They played like right. a high school team. Right. I don't even remember the name of the team. I think it, was it was Western D- Carolina. Yeah, WCU. Yeah. Um, seventy six to zero. That mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, the high school team basically. But <laughs> but Tulane. You know, Tulane came in and gave them a run for their money. You know, he he, you know punched mm-hmm. them in the mouth. <laughs> did it to them. Uh, but. That's what I'm saying is some of these teams, you know, are having some it's it's an odd looking in a, or not NFL, but uh college football start of the season, you know. You know, thank goodness the pokes are, you know, two and oh and the other people are still two and oh, but uh I don't know, some teams it just looks like they're uh they're struggling out the gate, you know. Mm-hmm. It's looking rough, you know, it's looking and they they better find what the what they're gonna do and how they're how they plan to run the season if they if they expect to, you know, uh, I don't know, have a good bowl game or, you know, maybe you go into the playoffs, you know. Yeah, and you're going to look at Oklahoma State and go, well, some of these teams are, you know, you look at Missouri State and Tulsa and you go, okay, well, what seems to be the problem? But you look at all these other teams in the Power Five, like Washington lost to Montana, I think it was week one, Montana. They lost 13-7. to and then you got USC, who just went down to Stanford. And then you got Texas A&M, who barely edged out against Colorado this week. And then you got, obviously, they OU. Fairly when they didn't score till late three, in was, the game. There was three minutes left in the mm-hmm. game, I think. Now, they did have their second-string quarterback in the game because King, their 
first-string quarterback, did get taken out. He was injured. But even OU fans, they were scared for the first week against Tulane. Yeah. And it seems uh, like, well, this is this is crazy. Arkansas. Arkansas beat Texas. Woo, pig suey. Woo. I'm, I'm Woo. glad you brought that one up. I forgot about that <laughs> just for a second. But, man, I'm from Arkansas. So, uh-huh. so well, I'm not really from there, but I was born in Arkansas. And I live close to Arkansas, in my hometown mm-hmm. anyway. And, man, let me tell you, the Arkansas fans, they were, whoo, they had the horns down. Mm-hmm. They were excited for that one. I also just found out that Arkansas was fined $100,000 for the fans rushing the field. <laughs> you know, I, I don't uh, really understand why they rushed the field. I guess they really hate Texas. But that's soft to me. That is, yeah. It's, a, it's <laughs> real soft is what it is. It's kind of stupid because, you know, the fans are, I don't get how you can, fine a school a hundred thousand dollars for its fans rushing the field like like they had a choice yeah there's only so much you can stop yep. if the whole stadium is emptying into the field i don't get how you blame them but whatever you know it is what it is they got fined the they rushed the field and it was it was a dominant victory from arkansas and i'm not gonna lie i kind of i kind of enjoyed watching it it was a, I, I did too i i'm not a big texas fan <laughs> so uh I was kind of, but Texas has some stuff they need to figure out. They played awful in the first, especially in the first half. It was awful. It was all Arkansas. I guess you could say the whole game, it was all Arkansas. They kind of routed them. Texas's quarterbacks are going to be switching out now for the next week. Yeah. And then Arkansas was just running all over the Yeah. And so there was no answer. Everybody was scoring. Everybody touched the ball. Yeah. It was terrible. Their quarter, Texas had no answer. Their second string quarterback was juking on. Texas's first defense. Yeah, it's just <laughs> golly. Wow, it was not. It was if you were a Texas fan, it was not fun to watch. I'll end it by saying this: the NCAA, I guess they're going to fine it a hundred thousand dollars for that. You know what? I I guess fine a hundred thousand dollars to every team who's been doing it for the last fifty years. I don't. Yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. I I agree I with what know. you're saying. Is there's you know how many teams have rushed the field? Yeah, how I'm many? pretty sure Countless we times. rushed the field against like against Texas. In Texas. Yeah. And they, I mean, I think they were a top ten team when we beat them yeah. the, that year. But it, that's so dumb. Uh, Arkansas was just happy for the win. You know, Arkansas as any team in, should be. during football. You know, they don't have a lot in the last few years, maybe even the last few decades to really mm-hmm. celebrate about their their football program has struggled so i mean them being the you know a, a ranked you know team early on in the season it was they were happy and i don't blame them I, i'd probably rush the field if i was you know at arkansas at the game you know i think every college football fan on saturday became an arkansas fan i mean they did <laughs> <laughs> just everybody hates texas i guess everybody get on the hate train, everybody right? you know everybody horns down you know? horns down horns down i guess well Folks, that's going to do it for our episode of Before the Storm. For James Parsons, James, thank you so much again. Oh, Um, yeah. Great to be here. Always great to be here along with you. And we'll have another episode of Before the Storm out next week as we'll go over some more college football, more National Football League, and who knows, maybe we'll have some more on the line, maybe some cues of the day finally. But until then, thank you very much for listening. Have a good one. (laughs) 